T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from San Francisco, and the results, again, are good. A Brewers 6-2 victory to take game two of this big four-game set. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by our friends at the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's the Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski. My name is Tim Allen. Live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning at seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, uh, lakeland.edu, and want to get your reaction after this one. And just uh, something dawned on me during the uh, performance from Brandon Woodruff here tonight. You got to remember, facing one of the uh, better offenses in the National League, and it was almost like, I won't say comical, but I will just say, wow, powerful. More than anything else, you look at Burns yesterday, you look at Woody today, both of them six innings of one-run ball against that offense. And this is the reason why this team is the tough out in the National League postseason. Last night and tonight, it's exactly it. And it just almost sort of this shake in your head like, wow. I mean, I mean, they... They could hardly get hits off these guys, let alone runs. Both of them just a run through their collective 12 innings of work here in the series thus far. And, and, and now 81-52, and 52, and the San Francisco Giants in their test against the Brewers. See how that is? You spin that around. This wasn't – I didn't look at it as so much of the glass half full of testing for the Brewers – it was a big test for the San Francisco Giants against this team. And I will not, again, I, I will stay on this. I'm not counting out the best record in the National League by the time this thing is said and done. 81 wins for the Brewers, 84 victories for the San Francisco Giants, far from over in the seeding for the National League. Now, again, does it look like or did it look like it was headed for an East matchup for the Brewers with the uh, two seed taking on uh, the division winner of the East. Yeah, maybe. 
maybe, but not not really anymore. Giants having some difficulty scoring runs. They put up a, a goose egg on uh, what Sunday. They put up a run yesterday. They put up two today. And so they can go into hibernation a little bit. And can someone stop Brandon Belt? And oh, by the way, there's an there's there's a Jose Quintana sighting. Are you kidding me? Come on. This this dude. This dude kind of sucks this year. But he, they throw him against the Brewers and, and look what happens. But main thing is Brewers get a uh, 6-2 victory and their 81st victory. I heard um I heard Lane Grindle talking about this uh, on on the flagship and he was making making a big deal uh, out of it. He was just saying the Brewers uh you know if they go on to win this game it'll guarantee at least a 500 record. Okay, that's fine. But he did add in that they'll get to that benchmark within the month of August. So I think that was the point he was making, that they assured themselves at least a 500 mark, but they did it within the month of August. That's, that's pretty cool. So with the one-two punch of Burns, Woody, with uh, something that has occurred in this game uh, that I haven't seen maybe, maybe in the history of me doing this show, there's something in this game I, I hadn't seen. And, and maybe it's happened before and I just didn't take uh, as detailed a notes. But I'll get to that in just a little bit. But is it time now to absolutely think World Series? I appreciate you guys staying up late tonight. And again, as I said last night, I'm always impressed with the West Coast. Uh, even my colleagues will say, well, have fun tonight. You start a West Coast thing, huh? I yeah. love these late nights, Timmy. I kind of do, too. It's like a, a little different feel to it. It's it, To me, as you guys know, it doesn't matter what time they play or where they play, how long they play. There's rain delays, extra frames. If, it, if it's, you know, whatever, double headers. You know, it, it doesn't matter to me. I think I think our record is is 4 a.m. or a little after 4 a.m. with some sort of delay and and some extra frames uh, in in L.A. years ago. So I we did make it uh, to the morning, but I, I appreciate that. But even colleagues as well as uh, friends and family members say, "Well, have fun staying up late tonight." It's great though because these are the diehards. These are us. You know, yeah. these are the guys that sit there and have to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and don't care because Brewers baseball is on. It's September 1st now, five months in the books here. Remember, we talked about this at the beginning of the year. This is about buying time. You're buying time within a game to get the offense going because your pitching is so good. You're buying time to get healthy. You're buying time to get through a series. To You know, there's all sorts of things to look at. And now that the time factor has come to fruition here, you are five months into the six-month regular season here. Is it officially time, as we are now at September 1st, to absolutely, without a debate, talk about World Series being the goal? And we, it, it always is the goal for me. That, that differs upon who you talk to. You got to be realistic. You got to keep uh, 
a, a level head on this. You know, get into the playoffs, see what happens should be the goal. Make the postseason should be the goal. Win the division should be the goal. Staying healthy or being healthy should be the goal. Playing consistent baseball should be the goal. All of these things I've heard, and, and I think they're all hogwash. I don't care what my roster is. The goal will be to win the World Series. But to you guys, it can differ. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. But at some point, we all collectively come together and say, yeah, okay, now, now we see. We see where we're at. If you're not at that point, tell me when you're going to get at that point. They're 81-52. and 52. I mean, let that, let that just, just resonate. 81-52, and 52, and there's a month left of baseball. 799-1250, want to get your uh, thoughts on this game, and uh, we'll get to our game recap. And something that occurred in this game, guys, if you want to guess what it is, and I'll have it for you, in the game recap, something in this game happened that I haven't, I don't believe I've seen in the 16 years of doing this show. I don't, I don't think it's that huge of a deal, but it's just something I hadn't seen. All right, let's get to you guys. Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, you're first up here on the fan of Brewers 6-2 victory to take the first two games of this big set. Hey, Tim. Um, my, it's my last day before going back to school, so I had to Stay up late and watch the Brewers and call you. So thanks for getting me on early. You got it. <laughs> um, two two things that really stood out to me was that seventh inning when um, Narvaez came out to talk to Cousins on the mound um, and to kind of go over signs and pitch and pitch selection. I thought that was a very key moment of the game and a you know veteran catcher move by him to do that. It was it was a key, and I'll let you finish here. It, it was key because Cousins, you know, a couple of walks. He was going deep counts. He threw more pitches in this uh, outing than he ever has in his big league career, short as it is. But, I, I again, I think this bullpen as a whole has, has adopted this uh, philosophy of low heartbeat, and that is a key thing. And you look at Devin Williams, you know, you, I, I see the, the, uh, the starting pitchers fist pumping coming off the hill way more than the relievers way more than the relievers they, they just have this low heartbeat like this is a this is just another day at work so yeah that's 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 uh that's a great point there for cousins oh yeah you could see it with corbin burns and brandon woodruff the last two nights their body language whether it be them running off the field or their teammates coming up with a big hit they're definitely in it um am i are you kidding me moment tim it's got to be just Angel Hernandez trying to fit his way into a broadcast and into a game and making him the focal point. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. There, hey, hey, those guys are something else. All right, hey, uh, have a good school year. All right, dude. We'll do. We'll do, Tim. Two games away from the sweep. Let's make it happen, guys. Yeah, that's that's right. Two games, and and there's at least one. I think two may that I'm aware of. Uh, Brewers fans that had predicted a sweep in this series. So halfway there, uh, seven nine nine twelve fifty to Mike. Mike, you're next here on the fan. Uh, are you hearing me on this? Uh, yes. Phone, all right. Um, this is a lot of fun. What I want to say: these guys are confident, not to the point of being cocky, and they know they don't take a backseat to anybody. Um, Suter is coming on. I used to get nervous when he came in, 
but he is really pitching great. Um, Cousins had a little trouble, but this team, they're being great teammates, as Council was always preaching, and they are really confident, and they back each other. Um, I remember back in 67 when Bud Selig brought the White Sox to County Stadium, I think two or three games in the mm-hmm. summer. May have been more, look right. at us. We're headed to the World Series. Yeah, all right. All right. Thank thank you, Mike. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so at some point, we all have to get to one sort of consensus, don't we? Or, or we all just organically get there, I think. I don't think we have to. I think we, we just sort of we just morph into just a collective philosophy as fans. I'm not quite sure, Jeff, if we're there yet because because of – you know, this, this, what I call the doom and gloomers are always going to have that in the back of your mind. It wasn't, but Saturday night where I was reading on Twitter that they're done because they lost two or three. I think it was three in a row at that time after Saturday's loss. But, um, you know, at some point we all kind of meet in the middle here with, with a re reasonable and realistic kind of goal. Is it there yet with a month to play? Hell yeah, it is. It's been it's been there for a while. Once we saw this three-headed monster at the top of the rotation, and you saw, especially once Adamus joined this club, the mood, the energy, the offensive production, all were off the charts. This has been and has felt like, to me, a special season for at least the last couple months. Okay, so a couple of months for you. Yeah, right. oh yeah. Okay, okay. And the Try Young Award winners really stepped up, two of the three, uh, stepped up in this series thus far, Burns and, and Woody. And that that's a tough offense. San Francisco's failing the test here. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones tested on the Brewers pitching staff, and they're failing. That's 18 innings against a pretty decent uh, San Francisco Giants offense. And, and and they've scored three runs against and, this pitching staff. And they got the Dodgers clawing all up their backside. Oh, they're, they're starting to let it slide a little bit. Uh, indeed. 799-1250. Patrick, you're next here on The Fan. Oh, thanks for taking my call, Franchise. Yeah, just two great pitching performances the last two nights. And it's got bunch of points here i think i'm ready to like see kane in the lineup every day and just at jbj just has to be a defensive replacement or uh or a pinch hitting role because you know kane's kane's swinging the bat well now and uh yelich i mean how many guys would have been standing on third base on that no doubt that was no i no mean question it was it, now granted it was right in front of him i'll, I'll give him that but yeah that thing off the bat looked like an out, just off the right. bat, and that's that's where you get the jump. He didn't let up. There there was no yep. letting up for him. And, then, and there's something I don't know how old you are, Patrick, but there is something real similar about the way uh, Christian Yelich runs the bases compared to Robin Yount running the bases. Yeah. It, the, uh, it's yeah, just was... the way they the way they cut. They never stutter step. It's always patterned out to where it's the corner of the bag, and it's just like a big antelope. It's just, it's just be- a beautiful thing, and that was that was brilliant base running. Yeah, I was I was just amazed when the camera showed Yelich, and he was like ten steps from home plate. I, I thought he was going to be just at third, but 
that was just great base running. And even and uh, Rowdy there, I, I thought I was pretty impressed. He didn't even look winded when he got to third on his triple. So that was uh, that was pretty impressive as well. And I think, uh, yeah, I think the Giants, as far as Quintana, I, I, would they do just pick him up just for yeah. this series? I mean, well, maybe. It's, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, 10 games up, um, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, 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 I can't wait for the rest of the month. Well, the, all right. Thanks for the call. So the division's over. Yep. I mean, we're, we're, we're aware of that. But now, okay, so for those that don't believe then the World Series is a legitimate goal, then yeah, tell me when that is because there's five-month sample size here. And, and it just has to be discussed. It has to be discussed here, guys. It, one of our callers mentioned the, the, uh, the not cockiness but, but the confidence part of it. I, I agree. I agree. They're, they're pretty confident. But they're confident, Jeff, in sort of this fun way. I, now, this is just me. I think that goes away a little bit as you hit the postseason. I think it's more of a, a, a stern, stoic, we know we're good kind of thing. Now let's prove it. I do think you will see some of that later on, maybe late September, early October. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see, you know, you'll definitely see in the playoffs the whole team up on the top rail and stuff. Mm -hmm. You might not see as many of the claws and stuff from Louie and all those guys because the pressure ramps up so much higher. Uh, So, you know, they definitely get a little bit puckered and, uh, and take it more seriously, but... They're having fun. They're loose. This is exactly what you want to see and how you want your baseball team to play. Absolutely. So the first two go the way of the Brewers. A lot of people were saying it was a test for the Brewers. Rowdy Telez on Sunday said, hey, hey, man, they're not the almighty here, uh, referring to the San Francisco Giants. I said it's a bigger test for the San Francisco Giants against this pitching staff. Hey, how about we look at it that way? And so far, uh, we're seeing how this is going. Now, there are, uh, you know, really tomorrow, I think, is a pivotal game. What uh, Jose Quintana did was save that Giants bullpen for tomorrow and, and possibly Thursday's series finale. That was, a, that was a big performance. That saved their ass is what it did. It, it kind of did. So tomorrow is a really interesting game. Tomorrow night with Brett Anderson on the hill. That is going to be interesting. It might be a he might be a ground ball machine tomorrow, and we'll we'll see. And and uh, again, nobody wants to guess what I do believe I've seen for the first time in doing this show. Sixteen years of doing this show. I, I again, uh, you'd have to go back, and no one's going to want to do that type of homework when you when you hear it. You you may agree with me. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Okay, to our resident Giants and Brewers fan. It's Vincent out in Anaheim. Vincent, uh, 0 for 2 now, halfway home. Oh, bad, Tim. It's all, this is it. We got to stop the bleeding now, man. I think the <laughs> damn Dodgers won. So, it's, it's, you know. And it's funny how everybody I, – I know the national media keeps saying San Francisco, but sometimes over here on the West Coast, man, San Francisco don't get no love unless you're in the Bay Area. They're all talking about the Dodgers and the Padres. So, um, I kind of get it while everybody's anointing oh the, the Giants, but it's not even like that when you when you come over here in the West Coast. It's about the Dodgers and Padres still, you know what I mean? But 
Brandon Bell gave you a little gift, Tim. There you Are go. Are you kidding me? The dude is well, – he is now, I believe, 7 for 19 this year against the Brewers with five homers. There you go, man. I had to get something because, to me, I hate getting shut out. I don't like that. I knew the game was over once you, you piled it on to Cueto. You know, they had to keep him in there, you know. And then Quintana, yes, we picked him up. I think they picked him up yesterday. Oh yeah, or uh, or the weekend or something yeah, like that. So yeah, a I couple of days ago. You yeah. got to stop the bleeding, and you got to you put the Brewer stopper in because he was on the Angels. He didn't do that good. He was on the Angels for a little bit. He wasn't that great. So, well, we both do, bullpens we now for for Game Three, Vincent. Both bullpens now are in decent shape. So if it's a tight ball right. game, you're going to see another nail biter tomorrow. But look at this way. Look at you. the Brewers did what the Giants couldn't do tonight. Uh, look at when Wade Jr. got on on uh, with that double in the first. There was no outs. And what happened? Mm-hmm. Giants yep. couldn't get it done against Woodruff. They couldn't, couldn't even get a sack fly. Couldn't get a hit. You, and what did the Brewers These, do? The these Brewers guys, Vincent, are baseball. so good. These guys are so good talking about Woody and Burns. Exactly, Brandon man. Belt attempted a bunt on a 1-2 count. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to get on, man. I, no, I agree with you. I agree. No, I agree with you. I I totally agree. Some would, would yeah, disagree. Man, it, it, it's disappointing, but look, the, that's what a great team does, and that's why the Brewers, everybody should be re-worried about the Brewers. The Brewers, by doing this, is going to get national attention, but sadly, I know the national guys are going to just say, look, the Giants are losing to the Brewers. The Giants will be the headline. The Brewers will be the afterthought. But you got to surprise people, baby. And like I said, I'm a person that wants to make it to the playoffs. I don't care how. But as a Giants fan, I want them to take that Western division, get it off the Dodgers. But, hey, may the best team win. But that's enough, Tim. Giants going to take the last two games. Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's, let's talk tomorrow <laughs> night, Vincent. All right? All right. Let's see what happens. Have a All good right. Take, take it easy. 799-1250 to Waterloo. We say uh, good morning, I guess, to uh, Mitch. Mitch, <laughs> is that Iowa or Wisconsin? Uh, it is Wisconsin. Now, I have uh, spent some extensive time in Waterloo in my wild, misspent youth. There was a bar there called uh, the Stumble Inn. I think it was the – yeah, the Stumble Inn. Mm-hmm. Downtown, yeah. Uh, if, the, if you count a downtown um, in Waterloo, yeah. It was right right downtown, and there was a place on, on the outskirts of town there, uh, one of the highways there called Cockies. It was a it was a it was a bar out there. I was uh, stumbling my way out of that place too. But what's on your what mind, you, Mitch? I was going to ask quickly what what were you doing out in Waterloo? Was that a stomping ground? Yeah, I was dating a girl. I was I was in Madison. I was going to school in Madison at the time, so I was dating a girl that lived in Waterloo. Oh, gotcha. So I just wanted to do a, a quick uh, shout out. Thanks to you. Just for the postgame show over the years, you just mentioned how long it's gone back. I remember um, hanging out when it was in person back on Blue Mountain Road, uh, like Mexican restaurant maybe 16 years ago. Fiesta Garibaldi's, yeah. Fiesta Garibaldi's. So going way back and how uh, times have changed. And just just a shout-out to how enjoyable it's been to watch and uh, see this franchise grow and just to appreciate it for a second because it's going to be hard to afford it three aces and an MVP and everything else going on. And hopefully the Brewers keep going on. And um, I worked at Miller park for a long time. And wow, it's nice. been a, yeah, it's been a great ride. I've um, I can remember watching James and Lyle Mouton and, um, you know, going way back to some really rough periods with the Brewers and just wanted to say a shout out to you and the crew for um, continuing on the post game show, even on the midnight trips. 
and uh, it's just a fun ride, and hopefully the the crew can take it home this year. All right, Mitch, great talking to you, man. Stay in touch down the stretch and into the uh, postseason, all right? All right, thanks, man. All right, take it easy. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Yeah, it, I don't know. God, Jeff, you know me. Yes. You you couldn't you couldn't tailor make a job better for me. You just, no, you, just no couldn't. you couldn't. No. Not a, no. No. You know, uh, you don't have the uh, the looks to be uh, Sophia Minert. You know, I think you True. would be good at that job, but you're too ugly. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is uh, pretty much the perfect spot for you. It's just just perfect. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, Big Mike, you're next here on the fan. Six two Brewers win. We'll get to our recap in a bit, and I'll explain what I think I've seen for the first time in sixteen years. What's on your mind? Mike, wake up, buddy. Okay, Mike, I'm okay. here. Go ahead, shoot. Tim, am I on? This is Big Mike from Menominee Falls. Yes, you are on Big Mike in Menominee Falls. Okay, here's what I got for you. Uh, to be honest with you, Tim, I think you have a fantastic post-game show. I define it that when the Brewers have a big win, I listen to Tim Allen. That's how I define a big win. So you've been I'll listening take. all season long. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll a take bit, it. A little bit here and there. Here's my comments on the Brewers. The Brewers are obviously playing very well. Um, pitching, great overall, starting and bullpen. Mm -hmm. Managing okay. with counsel, very solid. Now, mm -hmm. here's what I say, and I think you'll agree with me. The offense is so much better then the opening day lineup and the early season lineup. You have Garcia, Adamas, Urias, and Telez. I mean, how many of those guys were opening day lineups? Now, come on, Mike. You can do it. You're right. Okay. And then I, I'd say that Atlanta is decent, but I favor the Brewers. To be honest with you, I much more fear the Dodgers than San Francisco. San Francisco is a paper team. They're going to fall apart. I fear the Dodgers much more. My prediction is the Brewers are in the NLCS for sure and maybe the World Series. That is awesome. You know what? And, again, we may, that may change in a couple of weeks, so be open for that change, all right? My last question, where is front row Amy? Am I missing something? Oh, boy, good question. You know what? I'll tell you what. Um, let me, uh, during the break here, I'll, I'll make a note here and, and I will, uh, text her. I'll text her and, and find out what the hell's going on with her. Try to get her on tomorrow's show. I don't know. It's, she's got kids and it's late. And so, yeah, one of these days uh, I, I will get her on because I think we've had her on each of the postseason um, Years. Tim, I'm going to let you go. I'm friends with Mike McGivern. Again, big Mike from Menominee Falls. Again, I define a great a great Brewer win when I listen to the Tim Allen postgame show. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you, big Mike. As a matter of fact, I talked to big-time Mike McGivern today. So, yeah. Uh, Lucky you. Yeah. Are you going to be on Faith in the Zone this Sunday, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know uh, on the air like oh i don't know when it was months and months ago I, I think with the rami show maybe earlier this year i think it did come up like when the last time <laughs> i went to mass where it wasn't like a baptism or a wedding or just something some funeral something special right 
I, dude, I could not remember. <laughs> I couldn't. I felt so bad about that. I, you know, Catholic and whatever. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, <laughs> we need to get to a break here. We'll come back. We'll we'll get some more reaction from you guys and. Um, we're going to hear from Craig Council, and he's going to be a little bit more low-keyed about things. And But five months are now in the books. The calendar flips to September 1st, and the Brewers, 29 games over 500, 10 games up in the Central, headed to the postseason. Is the goal now a little bit bigger than just the postseason? We'll talk more. You're listening once again to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 6-2 Brewers win. We're back after this on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 a.m. The Fan. 6-2 Brewers get the victory in game two of this four-game set and really, really impressive with Burns and, and Woody just bearing down. And Woody had life on his fastball tonight that... You know, we've seen a few times this year, but this this was some additional life on the fastball. I mean, they weren't t- they weren't going to touch his fastball. Uh-uh. That I I think the run he gave up was on a curveball. But uh you know, again, the 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 one-two punch and then you've got Freddie. Freddie by the way is going to pitch on Friday. That's game 1 at home uh, here in Milwaukee on uh, against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, but if you're not there yet after five months, is it time to elevate the goal then? If you weren't there the last few weeks or last couple of months or whatever it might have been, uh, is it time to elevate your own goal? And that's okay if if it's not. It's, it's, it's fine because to, to each their own and you want to stay protected. You don't want to get your feelings hurt. You don't want to get your hopes up. We know the history of this uh, situation here in the – sports world in in wisconsin i i i understand all that but all i'm going by is five month sample size and they tell me they force feed this philosophy in baseball and i i agree to a certain extent uh that it's uh to be measured in in long periods of time okay how much longer you want it's five months now is it time to elevate that to world series title and that's so i mean that's where i'm at that's that and I'm not failure is a tough word. It's it's a really tough word, and and I've been cranked up about uh, failure and what is a successful season. I think some of those phrases are to be determined after the season. It's tough to say, you know, the the whole Super Bowl or bust, NBA title or bust, World Series or bust. But it's kind of the way you have to look at it. Now let's define the bust. Okay, if your goal was to win the championship and you didn't do it, okay, so you didn't achieve your goal, but then you can look back on it and say, you know what, after all, they just didn't have the horses to get it done. It was a pretty decent year, but not beforehand. You do that afterwards. Does does that make sense, Jeff? I mean, yeah, to, absolutely. to me, I look back on things instead of, you know, saying, 
Well, it's a. I, I think I said one one year it's it's going to be a failure if they don't win the Super Bowl. I think I was referring to the uh, to the Green Bay Packers or something. It's like how can you say that? How can you say because that's where the bar is. If if your bar is that high, then that's where your expectations are, and you sort of failed in reaching. That doesn't mean a lot of good things happen throughout the year. Well, of course, and you know it's harder for me to believe and to buy into. The whole protect your feelings and protect uh, your heart. And you don't want to buy completely in because you've had your heart broken before. We just saw the Milwaukee Bucks win the title. Yeah. In, you know, two months ago. So how can you not sit there and get excited? And if you don't sit there and buy all in, you know, then you're the type of guy who's never asked out a 10. You know, you're the type, you don't know unless you go for it. You go all in, your heart gets broken, you pick up the pieces and move on. That's what it's there for. Yep, and you're the guy at the blackjack table that won't slide in and split aces when you get them. Yeah, won't double down on 11. and And then get another ace, and then you won't slide in a triple bet right there. Yep. That happened to me once. I lost all three hands. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, but you still won because you took the damn shot. I I did. I did. And sometimes you do. Just roll your your, uh, feelings out there and, and, hey, dangle them out there. It's okay. That's what makes winning sweet. That's what makes losing kind of difficult. Let's uh, get to our game recap. I'll get Bill in here before we get there up in Iron River. Bill, what's on your mind? You're on the fan. Hey, Tim. When are you going to start counting magic numbers? Yeah, that's that's coming soon. And, and as a matter of fact, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, now, in, in the championship season of 2021, Bill, I have to go to a game, right? I haven't been to a game. Well, you better get to one. So here's here's the deal. My girlfriend and I share the same birthday. We have the, we have the same birthday. Oh, um, how cute. I know. Isn't that something? Puke. So did my parents, by the way, which is a scary <laughs> That's thought. weird. That is strange. So it's September 24th. That's a Friday night. They're at home against the Mets. And and I'm going to this uh this week go to go to one of my ticket contacts and say, "Look, whatever it costs me, I I want the best seats you can you can find me." You know, if it's a front row, I'll just pay it what whatever it is. Um but the caveat here is that if that's a clinch scenario, which I would assume they're going to clinch the division before September 24th, wouldn't you think? I think so. I would hope I'd so. I'm figuring like September 18th. It, sh- it so, should be, yeah, probably a, a, a week or so. I mean, it's going to be close. Magic numbers are tricky because it's all based on losing streaks and winning streaks. The, 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 the first place team has to lose them all. The second place team has to win them all a- until you, you know, you level things off, off a little bit. We all know that's impossible. So I would assume it will be before September 24th, but it's a good question. And let me, let me give it some thought. We're going to have to start doing that at some point. Have yeah. a good one. All right, Bill, take it easy. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, it is, but uh, I think maybe at the, I think it under twenty. Would that be fair? Yes, I think under twenty. Okay, let's get to our game recap here. As the Brewers um, 
they win game two here. And you know, I just my first note here is what what Burns and Woody have done here in the first two. Just take a look at on the surface without dissecting numbers. We'll leave that for some other shows. And and again, I always bring up numbers when they're appropriate within the conversation. I'm not just gonna throw out numbers just to throw out numbers. Uh, Lamont Wade Jr., Brandon Belt, Buster Posey, um, Crawford, and Bryant. That's a tough front five. It is. Super tough. And it's just, it didn't dawn on me that, man, that's kind of a gauntlet. Um, so just keep that in mind when you, when you, when you look at what, Burns did yesterday and what uh, Woody did tonight. Okay, first inning. Brewers come out swinging. And I mean swinging. I'm referring to uh, longtime listeners of this show on what what I refer to as ambush or attack. And you see other teams do it to the Brewers over the years. I'm not just talking just an isolated incident, um, you know, in you know, 2009 or something. The Rockies used to do it to the Brewers a lot. Uh, the Reds used to do it to the Brewers a lot. And I re- recall f- for years, Jeff, saying that, you know, I, why don't the Brewers ever go into absolute attack and ambush mode? Well, they did it tonight, and I don't believe I've seen it in 16 years of doing it like this. Here's how it went. Colton Wong, swinging, the, swinging a miss on the first pitch, swinging a foul, swinging a fly out. First three pitches of the ball game, all swings by the Brewers' leadoff hitter. Willie Adamas then, first pitch, swinging, base hit. Yelich then takes a pitch. He always takes the first pitch. Uh, second pitch, swings and fouls it. Third pitch, swings and fouls it. Fourth pitch, swinging bunt for a base hit. To put two on for Omar. Omar, first pitch, gives the Brewers the lead. Two on, one away. Narvaez hits a rope into right center. Wade cuts it off. Adamas will score. Yelich on his way to third. And Narvaez does it again. First inning, RBI single. And the Brewers strike first once again in San Francisco. Yeah, Brewers jump out in front again here in game two. Runners at the corners with the one out. Avi Garcia, that's no stranger to swinging at the first pitch. He does just that and grounds out, but it plates a run for the crew. Avi comes in with 76 ribbies. He's jammed on the first pitch. Yelich coming to the plate. He'll score. Garcia is out, but the Brewers... Jumping on Cueto early tonight, aggressive in the counts, and they've got two on the board in the first. Okay, the highlights on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Two zip, five hitters in, and here's what I'm talking about that I don't believe, I I cannot remember them doing it this way to start a game for sure, or I don't remember that. Now, within a game, maybe they have, and I know someone's probably – you know, deep diving some numbers. And, yeah, they, they did this back in uh, 2014 when, you know, Aramis Ramirez and Brian Braun. And, okay, that, that probably has occurred. But to start a game, you guys know how much I feel about setting the tone in a game or a series. To start a game, we'll take inventory. In the five hitters, ten pitches, nine swings. 
two runs. Nine of the first 10 pitches, I have never seen a Brewers game start with that in 16 years of doing this show. That was absolute attack and ambush. And I know why. I think I know why. Because I'd have done the same thing. The mission was to get Cueto out of this game and continue to hammer on that San Francisco Giants bullpen. These are the little tactics, Jeff, that you have to partake in in the postseason. When you smell the blood, you got to attack. And they're, they're a team that can do that. And that's the thing. For the first time in, in, in quite a while here, they're, they're a team that, you know, with, with the advent of uh, Escobar's hurt now, but Adamus, Wong, uh, Yelich getting back into the, pardon the pun, swing of things. Omar Narvaez being one of the more underrated offensive catchers in all of baseball. And then Avi Garcia, he's early attack mode anyway, and then settles into an at-bat. But, man, this, this, I think that was the goal here coming in. But have you seen that? You, you've done enough Brewers games with me. You follow the crew. Have you seen five batters? 10 pitches, nine swings, and two runs. No, of course not. And, you know, it's such a great uh, strategy to have when you've got, you just named, you know, the top five guys who are all good on base percentage guys. And so they can sit there and like Yelich, you can you could swing, hit a swinging bunt, and still end up on the bag. Get the damn ball in play, and good things happen. Yeah, that's exactly it. So the Brewers jump out to a two-zip lead in that first inning. Three hits, a couple of runs. Rowdy Telez, uh, by the way, just, just to finish the sequence, uh, he did take five pitches <laughs> right after they, the team swung nine of ten pitches. He takes five pitches for a, for a walk. Uh, Jace Peterson uh, takes one and swings at one and grounds out. Do you want me to send uh, Telez a a nasty tweet for taking so many damn pitches and messing up the flow here? What are you doing? He took strike one and then took four straight balls, but then (laughs) did obviously draw the walk. But Woodruff, bottom of the first, leadoff double to Lamont Wade Jr. After that, belt, first pitch, pop-up, strikes out Posey. And Crawford then grounds out two zip into the second inning. Uh, Brewers stay on the attack. Lorenzo Kane, a one man rally. Charlie Cueto back to work. Lorenzo Kane will lead off for the Brew Crew here. Oh, Kane! He's going to send this one way out of here. Lorenzo Kane with a home run. Number six, and a no doubter, a back leg special for Lorenzo Kane. And the Brewers have a three to nothing lead here in the second inning. Yeah, his sixth on the year and giving the Brewers at that time a three zip lead. Woody with a base hit after that, erased on a double play. Then a fly out ends the inning. But five hits, a walk, three runs, three zip bottom two. Is that enough for Woody? Woody walks uh, Chris Bryant to lead off the second inning on four pitches. Really? Bounces back. Three pitches, a strikeout to Yastrzemski. Three pitches to get Wilmer Flores to bounce into a comebacker double play. That was big for Brandon Woodruff to settle down right there. Top of the third, you thought Cueto was settling down. Got the first two outs on four pitches. Brewers offense decided they could do it all with two outs. Avi Garcia hit by a pitch. And then Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy. Overall numbers are still excellent, though, and he hits that one into 
Left center field, got some carry. Yastrzemski on the run, it's off the wall, takes a big bounce. Rounding third, headed home is Garcia. Telez on his way to third. It'll be an RBI triple for Rowdy Telez. 4-0 Milwaukee. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty cool to see big men hit triples in Major League Baseball. It's just something to behold. You know that? 4-zip. Uh, On-base Jace does his thing. He draws a walk. And that was pivotal because it gave Lorenzo Kane a chance with two outs. Well, Kane pushes one to right, a base hit. Lorenzo Kane with an RBI single. Telez scores easily. And Lorenzo having a night. Two hits, two RBIs. It's five to nothing, Brewers. Wow, five zip early on in this one tonight as uh, they send seven men to the plate in that third inning. And uh, a couple of hits, a walk, a hit batsman couple of runs all after two outs. Wow. Uh, five nothing uh, into the third. Now, is that enough for Woody? Yeah, I think so. One, two, three for Brandon Woodruff. Pair of strikeouts uh, in the frame. Looking good. Life on the fastball early for Woody tonight. Brewers after it tonight in the fourth inning. All with two outs yet again. Yelich with a uh, base hit, a multi-hit game for Christian Yelich in a 10-game hitting streak. It's set up Omar Narvaez. Two of the loss column, a game and a half separates those two. And the two best records. It's hanging up to it. That's going to fall, a base hit. Boy, how about that? Yelich never slowed down. He scores. Now a throw gets away. Narvaez is going to be able to run for a while if he wants to. He just shut it down. He had had enough. He had gone all the way to second almost, went back to first. Yelich scores. He never slowed down. And a wind-aided base hit that produces a run. It's now 6-0 Milwaukee. Some great base running right there for Christian Yelich, and the Brewers put up a six-pack of runs there through just the first four innings of work. Uh, Johnny Cueto never made it out of uh, the fourth inning. Jose Quintana enters. And that was, that was not good. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm a big fan of that dude. <laughs> I, I guess unless he was a, uh, uh, unless he was a, uh, in a Brewers uniform. Ten hits for the Brewers offense through the four innings. Um, six zip into the bottom half. They're making the Giants through the first four innings look really, really bad in this one. Woody, a pair of strikeouts in the bottom half to Belt and Posey. Uh, He did walk a man. Uh, Belt leading off that inning, by the way, on the strikeout. It was a foul bunt attempt. and They were talking on Valley Sports Wisconsin whether or not he kind of knew what the count was. Maybe he didn't. I would... I would doubt that. I think he was just trying to get on base. Well, Uh, it was just a weird play in general because Omar made one hell of an attempt to sit there and catch that thing. Exactly. He didn't have to at all. So it kind of seemed to me like Belt didn't know the count and Omar didn't know the count, which (laughs) how bizarre is that? So Don't get me going. I mean, was the scoreboard wrong maybe? That that could be too, you, but that shouldn't matter, shouldn't. Uh, you know. So it was it was a, just a very weird situation. It, it was, but uh, Woody was dealing tonight into the fifth inning, and that's when 
You know, Jose Quintana did, started doing his thing. Leadoff walk to Jace Peterson. Nothing after that. First time in the game uh, to that point that the Brewers uh, didn't score in an inning. Uh, six zip to the bottom of the fifth inning. Woody, some pressure on him in the fifth inning. A one-out walk and then a two-out base hit by Jose Quintana. Are you kidding? Um, then a big strikeout to uh, Lamont Way Jr. right there. Eight punch-outs through the five innings for Woody earlier tonight. Adamas, a leadoff base hit in that sixth inning off Quintana. Brewers don't score, though, after that. Bottom six, more pressure on Woody. This was big. Leadoff home run uh, on an 0-2 pitch by Brandon Belt. Uh, bust the shutout right there, 6-1. to one. Uh, After two outs, then a couple of more base hits before Woody then gets out of it. Um, Probably at the end of his outing, yeah, he he was done after six. Six, 6-1 into the seventh inning. Pair of strikeouts for the uh, former Cub, Quintana. Three and a third scoreless. That's 10 outs, six via the strikeouts with one hit, no runs, one walk. Yuck. Uh, Jay Cousins in. Now, here's where I, I, I differed with Craig Council. I would have went with Brent Suter here in the 7th and 8th. Then I would have went Cousins. So that, But that's just me. Uh, Cousins in a big, big spot in the bottom of the 7th inning. Strikes out the first man he faces. Full count walks to the next two hitters. Then a big battle ensues against Brandon Belt. He's always in the middle of this nonsense. You got to Okay, I might lose years off my life if these two teams end up uh, facing each other in the postseason. I don't know uh, how I'm going to feel about Brandon Belt in a particular at-bat. Goes full to Belt and a huge strikeout. I was going crazy after he sat Belt down. Uh, Got ahead of Buster Posey after that. He works at uh, even. He was up 0-2, then he works at even 2-2, and he strikes him out. Cousins uh, strikes out three in the inning, but gave up a couple of walks. 30 pitches in that performance. 6-1 into the eighth inning. Both teams, one, two, three, in that eighth inning. A pair of strikeouts for each pitcher. Brent Suter, the scoreless uh, bottom of the eighth into the ninth. Brewers empty in that ninth inning. Suter on for the second frame of work tonight. Uh, Does give up a solo home run. To make it six to two, but uh, there is your final. The Brewers get it done tonight, taking game two of the four game set. I don't know if I'd call it house money quite yet. I would say they're in the driver's seat to win the series, and I guess three out of four in San Francisco would be right nice for sure. With the victory, 81 and 52, 10 games now over the Cincinnati Reds in the Central as the calendar flips to September here in the 2021 championship season. Come back, hear from Craig Council. If you want to jump in here, we'll try and make room for you. There's Jeff Orlowski. My name is Tim Allen. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here uh, in Union Grove here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
Craig, you uh, you guys really kept a lot of pressure on Cueto early. You know, kept a lot of people on base and pushed some runs across. And you give Woody a lead like that, he's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, we did a nice job against Cueto. Um, you know, it, it's like you said, there was just pressure and um, never let him get – he never got really settled in, I didn't think, at any point in the game. And um, he never got rhythm going um, and felt like we made a whole bunch of his pitches uncomfortable. And that's hard to do. So it's uh, we did a nice job against him. Craig, we've talked several times recently about just contact can make good things happen. Where do you think the turning point was for your club? Like, do you think your club's better than the, at that now than it was early? Um, I, I, I don't know. There's, there, that, that's not how it works. There's not like a pivoting point. But I think, you know, I mean, I think some of the guys that are playing are, are doing a nice job. I mean, Jace Peterson certainly, you know, been in the lineup a bunch and contributed a lot to, to at-bats like that. Um, so, I mean, I, it's just – it's something that happens up and down the lineup. And, you know, at, at some point, the guys who are, are doing a nice job find their way in the lineup a lot, and, and they're, they're swinging the bats well and having tough at-bats. And, um, you know, that, that's – those are the guys that earn the playing time. Craig, for Woody um... – that final out of the six, you think Willie Adamas sort of left his imprint on the game? That looked like a tricky backhanded play he made, and it, it kept your lead at you know pretty comfortable after six. Yeah, it was a nice play. I mean, I definitely a nice play. Um, I mean, I thought I think it's play that shortstops make. Um, you know, I mean, I think like we we didn't talk about this, but this you know I'm, I'm going to bring this up. The six days that Willie didn't play, Luis Urias played a heck of a shortstop. Um, so. I think Luis makes that play as well, um, but I but it was an, it's you know any any backhand in the whole long throw right on the money you know that's a good play for sure. Craig, one of the what about, Jake, what about Jake's inning, and just for him you know to again deliver in a, in a situation like that against that team. I, I missed that, Sophia. Who? Oh, I'm sorry, Jake Cousins. His inning oh. for the work out of. Of his. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I thought it was a good inning for Jake and that he, he had to kind of go through a lot. And it was a, I thought it was an inning where there was a little bit of a learning experience going on and a, and a lesson from the inning. Um, and so we, we've got to take that from that inning tonight. Um, in the end, he, he made a, he made some good pitches to a, to a great hitter to, you know, put up a zero. Um, but there was also some some good lessons from that inning. Craig, Craig, I'm guessing you had some guys down in the bullpen tonight. Uh, well, must have been real helpful for Brent to cover two innings for you and close it out. Yeah, no, it was it was for sure. Um, you know, we got Devin up there at the end, but um, yeah, I mean, Brett—that's what Brent has the ability to do that, and um, he was very efficient in that first inning and. And um, got us to the ninth. Craig Brandon's performance again, it was just sort of more of the same, what he's given you uh, this season. Yeah, I mean, it, it shouldn't go unnoticed. I mean, he, he, he held the best team in baseball to one run in six innings. And, um, you know, through five, he was 
he was really dominating, honestly. I mean, he was really, really good. And, um, you know, at the end there, they, they got to him a little bit, but he made a pitch when he had to make it. Um, and it's a, it turns out to be a, just a really good solid start again for, for Woody and, um, like Mr. Consistent kind of, you know, what he, what he does, he kept doing it again and, um, earned a win. Craig, you guys uh, closed out a really good month of August, and you know you take a ten-game lead into September. You know, it's a very good position any team would want. Uh, Brandon said you guys still got to keep the eye on the ball and take a daily approach. Um, is that the way you see it? I, I do. I mean, I, I don't see anything different today than than yesterday, than a week ago, than two weeks ago. It's then you know it's the the challenge ahead of us. The next challenge, um, we got to answer it. There's a lot of baseball left to be played. Um, a, a whole month of baseball—that's that's a long way to go, um, and that's how we got to think about it. Um, and so, when when there's a big, big body of work left to do, it's easy to focus on the next day. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, on the fan. A little challenging here, picking out the uh, ABC Audio Video play of the game, because you you did have some, some big plays, as uh, we just heard in Craig Council's presser there, of, you know, Willie Adamas getting, making a nice play, to get out of the inning, and of course, Luis Urias gets all the credit for that. Apparently, yeah. Uh, according to according to Craig Council, I mean, come on, Craig, just talk up your guy. I I do take issue with Craig Council calling the San Francisco Giants the best team in baseball. I, I would have preferred the uh, you know, hey, holding the best uh, record in baseball down and their offense down to just one run through six innings. That, to me, would have been a little bit better, but maybe Craig can turn the corner, too, right along with us and utilize a, a goal of winning the World Series. You have to get to that point at some at some point. If you're not there yet, you got to get to it. Now, the ABC audio video play of the game. I like the Kane homer. I mean, Kane, uh, two, two hits, two RBIs, had the solo home run. Mm-hmm. That would be the wrong choice. Um, Yelly's base running on the Omar flair. <laughs> uh, very impressive, but that would be the wrong choice. <laughs> okay. Uh, Omar, another base hit for an RBI. No, no. Uh, what, what are you thinking? The play of the game, Tim. And I know that you, you don't struggle with this. Like, uh, like I do and have my entire life. Anytime a fat man gets a triple, that is your ABC audio visual play of the game. Give it. Overall numbers are still excellent, though, and he hits that one into left center field. Got some carry. Yastrzemski on the run. It's off the wall. Takes a big bounce. Rounding third, headed home is Garcia. Telez on his way to third. It'll be an RBI triple for Rowdy Telez. Four nothing, Milwaukee. There it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin, the ABC audio video play of the game. And a Brewers 6-2 victory. They take two games uh, of this four-game set. 
got a chance to win the series tomorrow. And if you're thinking a little bit bigger picture, just, just a tick bigger, uh, you win one of the next two, you take three or four in San Francisco. And I think heading into this series, a lot of people would have taken that. And uh, But you can do a little bit better than that. Who are we going to hear from up next, Pipe Bomb? Well, we've got uh, Brandon Woodruff and Lorenzo Kane. All right, let's do that. That is next. Fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. to the final. Brewers take game two of this big four-game set in San Francisco against the team that has the best record in the National League. See how that is? It's mm-hmm. not the best team. I don't believe it's the best team. Some people think both the Brewers and Dodgers are a better team than San Francisco. I would agree with that. But They're uh, good. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. And and these things are heating up a little bit. You, you check out that wild card race. Oh, hell yeah. That's getting crazy now. And and now the not only the wild card race with Cincinnati, St. Louis, uh, L.A. Dodgers, San Francisco Giants better look out, or they're going to be right there in that wild card race. San Diego Padres. Not only that, but it's the East now that the Phillies are making a run at the Braves. So you've got you got some interesting uh, run here in the final month of the season, uh, especially in the National League here, which is kind of what our focus is on here. Uh, as the Brewers uh, again take uh, the first two games of this four game set. Lorenzo Cain came up with one of our callers uh, earlier and, you know, just, just play him every day. And, you know, what, whatever counts is doing with Lorenzo Cain, if Cain's good with it, I'm good with it. And that's the way I look at that. I, I think there, uh, there are a lot of instances here that we don't know about. And that's one of the questions I have earmarked once I get a chance to talk to Craig Council is how much communication uh, to individual players is there? Because when we're there, you know, you, you might see them cruise through the clubhouse a little bit, maybe have a, a quick – most times it's just a quick conversation with a player. So I don't, I don't know what happens behind the closed doors or on a flight or at the hotel or during BP or, you know, all those things in the training room if they have more of a conversation. But, again – Whatever you sit down and talk with Lorenzo Kane about, if he's comfortable with it, then you go with it. I seriously doubt that Lorenzo Kane at this point is going to say, hey, Skip, I need to be in the top three, man. I, I, would, I would be shocked if that were the case. Yeah, and I would as well. You know, Lorenzo Kane has been the quiet leader in that clubhouse for years now. And it's great to see, you know, he suffered through the injuries early this season. He's starting to swing a hot stick and get on base and, you know, hit that long homer today, the no-doubter and all that. But what I loved is that, you know, he sat there, makes a catch in the outfield, and he's out there and he's smiling and he's cracking jokes with the outfielders during the inning. Mm -hmm. He just keeps it light. You know, he's one of those guys that leads by example – 
And he's kind of like the perfect yin and yang to Willie Adamas, who's definitely more higher energy, higher, you know, in your face and says probably 10 million more words than Low Kane does every single day. But they're both like, you know, the heads of the team in the clubhouse. It's great. Yeah, it, it is. And Lorenzo Kane, fourth year of a five-year deal. So uh, for all intents and purposes, he's back again next year. And, you know, one of these days, maybe down the stretch, once the Brewers seal the deal with a, with a playoff, um, you know, make it official, a playoff appearance here, we'll get into uh, some of this minor league uh, stuff. Uh, Tom Flanagan, farm director, was on uh, pregame with the flagship today. And, you know, don't look now, but, you know, people say, well, what's the future of JBJ and Avi Garcia and Omar Narvaez and some of these guys, Colton Wong, has another year left on a two-year deal. You look at some of the position players, it might be the best group they've had since the J.J. Hardy, Prince Fielder, Ricky Weeks, Corey Hart kind of group. It just might be. I mean, there are some really good signs on the position player group side. So we'll have to get into that maybe in in this final month here as the calendar did flip to uh, September today. All right, let's let's uh, let's hear from Lorenzo Cain. He had a uh, solo shot, a big two-out RBI base hit going the other way. That's what Low Cain does, find a hole and knock in a run, and uh, stellar defense as well. Here's the Brewers center fielder. How old are you, Low? 35, got three kids, and a ball here. Ooh, ain't shining tonight. All right, let's do it. All right, Tom. I see you. <laughs> hey, uh, Low, uh, especially with Woody on the mound, how big is it to give him some early runs? Uh, he's been so good for you all year. Yeah, it's huge. Um, like I say, Big Wool's been been dominant all, all season long. So uh, to jump out there and uh, get him some runs early, you know, give him a little cushion, a little breathing room, uh, it's always nice. So, uh, you know, Big Woo doing Big Woo things, you know, being dominant as usual. And I definitely, definitely love seeing that in center field. Well, what did you make of all the different kinds of early contact you had against Cueto? It was like 40 mile an hour dribblers. And then your home run was sort of like you did it in a bunch of different ways as a team. Yeah. You know, that's, sometimes you just got to go out there and grind out at bats. Um, you know, just try to find a way to put the ball in play consistently. Um, you know, we all, like you said, did it a bunch of different ways tonight. And um say was able to put up six runs. And um tonight that was enough. Low tomorrow's uh September first, and you guys are gonna wake up with a ten game lead in the NL Central. What do you, what do you think about that with a month to go? Yeah, that's that's always nice, but uh at the same time, you know, there's no let up on this team. Uh they gotta continue to go out there and Hopefully, win series and you know, hope us mix in some sweeps there. Um, but yeah, we know what we need to do. We got to handle our business, and um, you know, we definitely can't take September lightly. Um, got to find a way to continue to win. So uh, yeah, we're on a nice, nice roll right now. But we all know we must keep it going. <clears throat> Lorenzo, what do you think it says to do to to play two games in a row like you did against this Giants team? Um, you know, this yeah, is yeah. a pretty good team. Yeah, they have a really good team over there. Um, a really good pitcher, great hitters, um, top to bottom. They're, they're very solid. So uh, I think um, it's, it's a really good matchup between us. And, um, yeah, just whoever 
comes out on top. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely a great matchup. Uh, the pitching is great on both sides, uh, bullpen hitters. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, got to go out here and hopefully uh, at least win one more. And, uh, you know, and we'll see what happens. All right, thanks, Lou. All right. Oh, it was so – oh. Well, I was just going to – I didn't hear Mike's end us. I was I was just going to ask you. It's hard from our vantage point to see how if you got close to that homer. Did you get close to catching that belt ball? Yeah, I was really close. Um, yeah, the bullpen. Uh, they told me I was really close to catching it. Um, Hater. He was like, I don't think anybody else could have got to that ball. But uh, yeah, you know, I got the go 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 gadget arms. So uh, yeah, I tried to bring it back, but uh, you know, fell up, fell a little short there. So uh, yeah, I pride myself on making plays like that. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens tomorrow. Try to make some more plays. Yeah, there he is, Lorenzo Kane after the Brewers six two victory. A couple of hits, a couple of RBIs, including a sixth homer of the campaign. And uh he mentioned getting a cushion for big woo, Brandon Woodruff. He uh allowed five hits, a a run, did walk three as well, and I didn't uh I didn't like that leadoff walk to Chris Bryant in in the bottom of the second inning on four pitches but uh you know it's tough to argue with six innings of one run ball and that's what uh, Brandon Woodruff did and it looked machine like it really did and both Burns and Woody I I think maybe if if the national scene didn't uh didn't have these guys on the radar they certainly hit the map today uh, and yesterday, and, and maybe they'll get some additional love. But here's Brandon Woodruff after his performance. Woody, you were part of it uh, with, with the base hit. Just what did you think of all the, the contact against Cueto and, and just sort of the way that that contact paid off for you guys early? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, you could kind of see our, our, our plan pretty clearly. Um, and it was trying to get to him early. Um, he works really fast, and, and he's filling up the zone. So, um, that's the biggest thing I took from it early on. Guys were swinging pretty early, trying to get a good pitch to hit. And, um, yeah, I was fortunate enough to put together a, a good at bat and was able to get, get a hit. Woody, they're not, they're known for putting good at bats on you. How did you think you threw the ball? You had, you know, you had it pretty much in control those early innings. Yeah. Um, I thought early on, um, first, first batter of the game, Wade just, I just hung a curveball there and he did what he was supposed to do with it. That's right in his wheelhouse. Um, but then from, from then on, I made a couple adjustments and just tried to stay with my strengths and attack. And, um, you know, the, the four seam is like, has been the difference maker for me uh, these last two outings since uh, St. Louis. And um, I know Belt hit the the one, the mistake, and that's what he's supposed to do. Um, but when I was able to, to get to my spots, um, generally good things happen. And that's, that's the whole name of the game is, is get ahead one, uh, get to your, your, your spots and uh, just try to get some and do some weak contact and was able to work out a couple jams there. And, um, you know, we had a good game plan coming in with, um, with Omar and, um, was able to execute it for the most part. And it was, um, just a, a great team win coming in here when, when the first two is, is huge against, uh, um, essentially the best team in baseball with the best record. So, uh, two, two great team wins is that's awesome.
there there were so many benchmarks tonight, Woody. You uh you guys won again on the road. You've got this great road record. You've now built a 10-game lead in the division. You know, they're just and you finished August with a 19 and 9 record, one of the best in franchise history. You guys just keep building on stuff, don't you? Um, you know, I didn't know that. Thanks for that. That's pretty cool. Um, I think we're kind of in the mode now. It's it's uh it's getting into September now and um you know, this is this is when we we don't need to slack up. We need to start playing good baseball, and I think we're getting off on the right foot. And anytime you come in here and play the Giants, man, they're they're such a, a tough team to beat. And I mean, you see it right there. Even late in the game, they try to put they they try to put some pressure on you. And even though we had a six to one lead, and um, yeah, I mean, just a, a a a really good baseball team. And hopefully, we see these guys later in in October. But um, yeah, that's it's a good good team and and a good first two wins for sure. Hey Woody, that that last out in the sixth inning, it looked like Willie made a tricky play on kind yep. of a tough backhand play. And and since your your three big relievers had pitched two days in a row, that that was a big moment in the game, wasn't it? Yeah, huge. Um, I thought up until that point, I. I thought I did a pretty good job of uh, mixing and matching my pitches. Um, I just thought, I mean, they hit some good pitches. Um, I, I thought I just, I, I was telling Hookie after that inning, I thought I just got a, a little bit predictable of kind of where I was going with my, my pitches and how I attacked. But um, to, to get that ground ball there, I, at, at the end of the day, I, I went to my bread and butter and I was, I was going with the fastball and I'm not, you know, that's, that's 10, that's what I, tend to do and I don't think it's a secret but I know if I can put it in a good spot it good things can happen and I leaned on it there and was was fortunate enough to get a ground ball and Willie made a heck of a play and um just with the situation there it was kind of you know could have unraveled a little bit and was able to make a, a really nice play and get through six there so um I mean overall I mean great defense tonight um you know pitching staff bullpen did an excellent job and uh, was fortunate enough to get through six innings and um, but man we're just it's it's so fun right now winning and playing good baseball it's, it's fun so hopefully we can keep it going. Brandon the last few years you guys have gone into September you know needing to have great yeah. months right you've been in some really tight races where have come down to the end what is a 10 game division lead mean to you guys at this point in the season i think we can't get complacent i think that's what that means i think we have to keep plugging along i think we have to keep playing great baseball um because that just bleeds into to if we if we think we got it now i think that's it's not a good mindset so um it's nice to don't get me wrong it's nice to have a 10 game lead going into the last month of the season and um, but I think our mindset right now is just showing up to the ballpark every day and just trying to win a baseball game. And I think that's the most important thing. And, um, I think that's all we're focused on. It's no, there's no, uh, there's no egos going on. There's no personal, it's show up to the field. Let's win the game however we can and, and move on to the next one. So I think it's a great mindset and, um, hopefully we can keep it rolling. What's on tap for the crew. What pitcher starts the next one. It's time for some forward thinking. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, on the fan. 
Well, I like that philosophy with Woody right there. Uh, and that is, you know, everybody just show up at the ballpark and, and try and win that game tonight. I, I really do. And, you know, I recall some years ago Craig Council making the same sort of comment. You know, my job is to, to, to win a ball game. We're trying to win a ball game tonight. And I, I like that a lot. Lorenzo Cain mentioned, well, if we can win one of the next two, it's tempting to, 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 to forward think. It, I mean, it really is. That, that, that is, uh, it's kind of fun in a way, too. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, now we're here September 1st. They've got the lead. They're going to the postseason. I mean, it would take something crazy. But they're going to the postseason. And a lot of people are just kind of penciling in this, these postseason scenarios. Pipe Bomb, you and I, with a little forward thinking, we're just talking about it and off the air. And that is, you know, um, is, is it a shoe-in that, uh, you know, San Francisco is going to win the West? And then the Dodgers would have to play like the Reds in the wild card play-in. And then the winner of that would then face the Giants. Well, what if it's the Dodgers that win the West? Then the Giants beat the, the Reds and then would have to face the Dodgers. Uh, Brewers, I think a lot of people are just penciling in, pencil, not pen, uh, the fact that they're going to play the East, Phillies, Braves, whoever, whoever comes out on top, still a month's, month's uh, worth of baseball left. But, I mean, I, I, I don't know. And that's sort of fun to, to think about that. But you never know in this game. That, that, you know, say it is Cincinnati and, and L.A. That's one baseball game. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could have the Reds pop up and beat them. Uh, and then the Reds would have to play the Giants. And then the Brewers would have to get by the Braves. And then the, we might be seeing an NLCS preview. We knew that going into this series. You know, we, we, we did, so, but it is, it, it is kind of fun to th- do a little forward thinking. That's for sure. Well, of course it is. And everybody's done it. Every single person has sat there and thought about what they're going to do when they win that $400 million lotto. You know, we've all got our game plan for that. And that's what we do. You forward think, you know, you sit there, we were breaking down, like you said, the, you know, possible playoff scenarios for the crew. Uh, you know, earlier during the commercials. So it's like, you know, that's, that, it's great. That's, that's part of the fun of being a, a fanatic on, uh, on sports. Well, and then we cannot discount the fact that the Brewers may end up with the one seed. We right. can't rule that out, guys. It, it is uh, an absolute possibility. So the Brewers get the one seed. They end up then playing the winner of the wild card game, let's just say for the sake of the argument, it's either the Dodgers or Giants against the Reds. The winner of that then would play in the first round the Brewers. So these guys could face not only in the NLCS, these Giants and Brewers, they could face each other in the NLDS. So again, um, you know, there's there are still a bunch of scenarios left over here. And a lot to be determined, that, well, that's for sure. Tim, the way that I see it is if I'm the crew, I would love to stay in that two seat. Not only because the chances are is that you're only going to have to face uh, the NL West, you know, in the NLCS, but also because the Brewers have such a better road record than they do at home. They're playing so much better baseball away from AmFam Field than they are when when they're here in Milwaukee sleeping in their own beds. Yeah. 
So I think it kind of helps them if they did not have home field advantage uh, in the NLCS and maybe uh, tack on an extra road game for them. Maybe just be those road warriors that they've been all season long. And and that continued tonight as they get a 6-2 victory. Go back at it. Game three of this four-game set. Brett Anderson on the hill for the Brewers, and hopefully he gets a, just a mess of ground balls here, and the Brewers play some good defense. Uh, and that is a, a tough customer across the diamond for the Giants. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kevin Gausman, man, 12-5 and five record with a 249 ERA. This guy means business. 176 Ks already this season he does and he is a cy young candidate as well so that that cy young race is really heating up bueller gausman the 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 try young uh award uh, candidates for uh, the brewers and those three I, I don't think we can rule out maybe a scherzer even so there's uh there's a five six uh, seven pitcher group there that all has a pop at it, but the Brewers, there's strength in numbers. You may have a Cy Young Award here in the 2021 championship season. That's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, 845 first pitch for game three tomorrow again. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove for Jeff Orlowski. We call him the Polish pipe bomb. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow night. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.